This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Now it's time for... We'll have our own C-3PO's, a company called Sanctuary AI, I'm involved with the duck cleaning business, and they call me. Say, let's bring him back to life by using technology. My pods, my phones. We thought Earth regulations were bad. We did get to the moon and Mars regulations. Homer Simpson, the man who beat me to planet Mars. Can you teach an artificial intelligence? Uh, that's a future episode of Tech Talk. It is that time of the week where we bring in our tech expert, Adam Oldfield, because he has Tech Talk brought to you by Vacuum and Furnace and uh, Cleaning. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Alex. Good to chat with you again. Sure it is. We, we could not let this moment go, though, because you made a point of telling me. Uh, happy birthday. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, you're making me blush. Oh, yeah. That's your gift for me. All right. Happy birthday. I know how old you are because you're the same age as I am. What'd you get yourself for your birthday? I'm glad you asked. Well, it wasn't what I got myself. It's what the show got me. And it was a brand new Samsung Watch 6 with all the bells and whistles. I love this thing. It, it, it's not only just advanced. Is it a the, phone? You know, it, no, it's a watch. It's a watch. Oh. It's a Samsung watch. And it, <laughs> it's, it's a phone. It's, welcome to Tech Talk, Alex. Glad to have you. Oh, joined. boy. Uh, so Samsung Watch is actually so cool. And it's scary at the same time. It, it, it was recording me last night, keeping my oh, oxygen levels, when my temperature, what my temperature was at night, and I got notices telling me what I was snoring with audio recordings. Do you really <laughs> want all that information? Like, honestly, where it's like... Yeah, it was a little overwhelming. I mean, I kind of wake up and it says, would you like your sleep report? I'm like, sure. And when I took, I'm like, this is neat. And then I'm like, whoa, man, uh, my poor wife. This is what you're listening <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, it was uh, it, it was definitely got all a few more bells and whistles. I, you know, one thing I like is I'm older, and now I can mm. utilize some of these uh, biometric information that I can look at. Um, it does tell me a little more often that it's like, hey, you're uh, you're sitting on your ass a little too long. Get up and mm. move around, will you? So it's, yeah, they call uh, those scales. You don't need a watch to tell you that. The other thing is, I'm not sure I want to know it because as soon as I wake up, I know exactly what's wrong with me. It's like I have to unfold myself and go, oh, yeah, it's that darn hip that doesn't work. So happy birthday, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I know you love your toys. There you go. I do. Uh, I do. You want to talk about these, um, the hydrogen powered plane. Uh, so this is Fly Zero. So the UK is going ahead with this. They're going to yeah. do a flight yeah. to uh, London to San Francisco without a refuel. Yeah, the I'm not so sure I'd gotta be on that test flight. Well, <laughs> I hate flying yeah, as it is. It's, well, it's a little bit like Hindenburg, okay, but a little more protected <laughs> and a little more advanced, okay. Um, now, I'm a big believer of hydrogen, Alex. I mean, you know, a lot of the news, a lot of the tech, we hear a lot of electric, and the question is, of course, well, what about electric planes? And could electric planes be the future? And there's been talks about it. Um, you know, 
Yes and no. The problem with electric at this stage is electric cars are heavier than traditional vehicles. Way right. heavier. And imagine like the battery that, alone. How much would a battery for a plane cost? It's not even the cost. Think about the weight. I mean, we're moving True. two, maybe four people in a car, and we're talking double the weight of a normal vehicle. So it would be extremely heavy. Um, and right now, just for clarity, just to give a bit of perspective, NASA is working on it. They call it the Maxwell X-57. That is their electric test plane, and it can only fly for 40 minutes and get about almost 100 miles, 150 kilometers or 160 kilometers. So uh, it's, it's obviously not capable of, it can get from Hamilton to Toronto. Uh, you might be able to get to London, maybe, um, but it doesn't have the capacity or the ability to travel. So in, Is there in a the backup UK, tank? There's um, no way you'd get me on that. No way. There's no no way. No, no, of course not. And uh, God forbid if anyone plugged in their phones on that flight. <laughs> well, what about the temperature change? Like, what if you're like in cold weather and then hot weather? Does that Correct. impact yeah. you? Know? Yeah. yeah. The more high, the higher it goes. The 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 colder it is actually will impact the electrical uh, the battery pack. So hydrogen is truly the clean solution. So in the UK government has actually sanctioned the development of this plane and they've test it's a prototype 279 seat aircraft, which is a mid level uh, airline that can carry, uh, you know, regular passengers. But the big benefit is the fact of, as you commented, it can go from uh, London, England to San Francisco without even refueling. So you get longer distances. That's wonderful. You can do a, you have a clean environment as it flies. Wonderful. The biggest challenge is that they're intended for this Airbus to come out by the year 2035. Um, but many um, airports aren't equipped for the ability to <laughs> refuel it. Charge. So yeah. we're going to have a lot of airplanes that won't be able, it will get there, but then it won't be able to come home. So, And how long does it take to refuel? That's the other thing. Well, with the that would take a long time. No, no, it wouldn't be that bad. I mean, right now, well, in fact, we spoke about this last, a couple of weeks back, that in Japan, they've actually got hydrogen fueling stations that can fuel very quickly. So they've got mm. the capacity to compress it and make it into a fuel that can actually transfer as quickly as a petroleum. Um, but hydrogen is it's going to be capable. It's not that it can't be filled in a, in a quick time with the equipment that's coming out. It's the matter of doing that transition, you know, airports around the world are only going to be mm -hmm. major air airports that are going to have to retrofit. If there's ever an emergency and the plane needs to land at, say, you know, in the case of flying and needing to be diverted. Like the Philippines in a village or something. Like, where are you going to, like, yeah, you're you done. know, there's some pretty it's remote places. Like, you're not going to recharge. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be limited. So it is exciting, in my opinion. Hydrogen is the future. Alex, it's, it, again... We're going to need to integrate it across all the airline or all the airports. Um, but but they have this uh, TransUnion hack because someone used the password password, which is something <laughs> I would do. Not but how would they get away with using password? Like you, you literally have a your company generally will say you need eighteen word letters and four yes. symbols and two numbers and your firstborn. So how how would you get away with using password as your password? What's really unfortunate is it was one of the major executives that had. <laughs> details to multiple <laughs> users information that use that oh, password so 
uh, I don't know the depth of it, but usually what happens is if they forgot their password, they reset it. It defaults to password that then needs to be updated, okay. which didn't get done. Here's the real doozy about this one with TransUnion, though, Alex, is that there was 58,000 names. However, the information that's been taken from this isn't just your name and your and your address. This is name. No, it's like your credit rating. Security number. They know yeah. when you got your first loan. They know your credit score. They know where your current loans are sitting. Um, this one's quite, and, and it's not being, in my opinion, addressed as a concern. All it was is announced that, yes, it was hacked. They're now on the dark web. And by the way, you may want to check your information and update your passwords and keep an eye on your loans in case someone might be screwing the world and getting using your information to get a line of credit somewhere. We're into Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield, brought to you by Vacuum and Furnace and uh, Cleaning. I was going to talk about Elon Musk, and I think before we all kind of pan this off as, oh, what's he up to now? This is actually kind of interesting, these human guinea pigs. Yeah, yeah. He uh, No, he's not the first company to do it. He's the most public relations company to be out there doing this. Um, there's a few organizations that have done the neural implants, uh, which is a microchip that will connect to the brain, and it gives uh, motor skill control using AI and computer to those that have lost uh, control or lost uh, uh, capability, uh, you know, quadriplegic, they might have a vertical spine cord injury, even ALS. Um, wow. So it's, it's been tested with phenomenal results, and uh, the mm. FDA has given approval to Neuralink, which is the name of the company. Elon Musk is one of the primary backers of this group. So, you know, you hear of uh, Tesla and X uh, satellites and otherwise, but this is one of his uh, actually first investments. And he had a little bit of hot water because he was testing it with animals and there was a little bit of an animal cruelty thing <laughs> that kind of has risen. Uh, and that's another topic, but let's talk about the positives. They are now recruiting candidates that if you do have uh, a quadriplegic, uh, like I said, spinal cord injury, ALS, they are now recruiting that you can now sign up for an opportunity to be tested. And they and, and, and I'll explain it quickly. They put a chip in your brain. The chip then is synchronized to a computer. The computer then will read the mind's thoughts and be able to type. Or as you think of a sentence, it will start to write it. And it can control uh, the computer will then move as part of your actions. So right, right, it can right. increase the communication that may not uh, be normally available. So uh, it is a great milestone when it comes to medical advancement, when it comes to AI and technology. So uh, this is the first to roll out, and I'm anticipating we're going to be hearing more uh, results of those tests that, uh, that are taking place. Yeah, I, mean, I, th I think because AI is so new and we're just kind of figuring out, gee, what could it be used for? When it comes to medical stuff, certainly like this, giving, you know, someone who, you know, doesn't have any movement from the, the neck down or maybe you're blind, it's a total game changer. Like it could be such a game changer. It is. And the results I've seen where someone who hasn't been able to walk ever, um, you know, in getting up for the first time and the AI systems, the computer system is through a microchip, uh, creating the the electronical or the electric signals to the to the arms to the legs to yeah. move, um, it is it's, it's quite crazy. empowering. Yeah. 
Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, China's bio-artificial liver. And apparently it's got an 87% survival, 87 survival rate. However, uh, you know, it's... It's China we're, lo we're looking at. So w tell me about this. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's actually, I'm not sure I want to put anything that China's got, like, in my body that, like, <laughs> like you survived, but they've taken all your data. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> and they'll know more about your life internally than they yeah. did externally. Um, this has got an interesting story behind it. The gentleman, the scientist, and I, I won't pronounce his name because I probably will badger it completely. Um, he actually was arrested for doing testing pertaining to uh, biomedical uh, advancements. And the, the Chinese... Republic in China, he was arrested? Because that doesn't surprise me. You know what I mean? Well, they did. They arrested him. And he yeah. was in jail for multiple years. I think up to 10. I'm not going to... Don't quote me on the time. And uh, he was released with the understanding that he will continue testing under the government's, uh, I guess, control or guidance. And one of the things that he's been able to accomplish... <laughs> Control yeah. is the new capability of a uh, an actual liver that can be created and have uh, a massive ability to not fight with uh, the you know I don't know science very well when it comes to this but you know your body's natural yeah. instincts is to you know reject uh, anything that's not meant to be there so the enzymes digestions growth and otherwise have been accepted and he's created the ability to mm. do an implant of a liver to do yes uh, and then the normal rate is 17% and you need to find the right match you got to get the right donor uh, there's a wait list this could be a, a massive alteration to where many people who need li uh, liver transplants may now have the chance with great success to have it replaced what, what's the time is this coming to market or is it still in testing it's still in testing right now. And again, it's only in China. <laughs> so um, who, I, I don't want to give anyone false hopes in North America, but I don't think it's coming anytime soon to our country unless there's some sort of a discussions that maybe will allow this to uh, be continued testing over here. Who knows? You'll send it to the Winnipeg lab. Meet Micah. Who's Micah? Oh, Micah is the new CEO of a Polish spirits drink. And this blew my mind away. Um, interesting enough, this is, uh, if you've happened to see the news, there's a robotic humanoid called Sophia. She's been on the uh, Jimmy Kimmel show. She's been, she's actually, I believe, a citizen of Saudi Arabia. She actually has a citizenship. This is her sister. She's a person or a robot? It's a robot. It's, a, it's an actual robot and uh, a humanoid robot. And it is um, the first time M Milka, uh, Mika, sorry, Mika is a authorized CEO of a Polish uh, spirits drink, and this is the sister to Sophia. And so she oversees the company. She works 24-7, um, and she's pretty much calling the shots for this company. The board of directors is appointed uh, Mika, this humanoid robot, to oversee the operations. Um, it's a rum producer, and she's in charge of uh, potential uh, searching for new clients. She works with design company. The design company approves the designs and uh, and works with a lot of the marketing development within the organization. Now she's not in charge of firing anyone, but you know it's interesting, Alex. You know you and I were talking about robots taking over the warehouse and the general labor uh, market. I think CEOs everywhere should be deeply concerned. Um, and this is the second 
uh, humanoid uh, uh, android, if we'll call it, operating CEO. Uh, the first one is in a Chinese gaming company, and it currently oversees its entire operations and vision of where the company's uh, changing and, and moving its, uh, its direction. Well, she'd come up with a better password than password. <laughs> so there's that. No, um, just and just it, quickly, I don't. <laughs> I only have a minute left for this, but I like it. The water light, a, a, a lantern that can run on urine. Yeah, yeah, or uh, or seawater. Actually, it's not just it runs on either or. Um, it's a lantern that was developed. But who's got seawater? It'd be so much easier to put urine. Like, well, who's got the seawater? <laughs> yes, but okay. it was developed for fishermen. I think it obviously okay, that's true. I never thought of it. Yeah. But it's got 6,500 hours of light, yeah, and it works off of better than solar. I mean, there's one thing we got possible a lot of, and that's urine. Um, I don't know uh, how well it operates, and I haven't a chance to check it, but it's got USB ports, works up to 45 days of light, um, and you can use it to charge your small phone or other small electrical device. So uh, it's a little lantern. If you feel like you need something that just keeps on going and just, you know, you, you don't have to no longer find a tree. You can now use your lantern and keep those lights keep running. Now we just need to get that for the transistor radio, because you can you can never not have, you can never go wrong having a transistor radio with batteries. You just make one with B, and then it's like you're you're set for life. Okay, that's an inside thought. Outside, I'm done. I've got uh, no more time for you, Adam. That's it for oh, us. Oh, that's too bad. Well, thanks, Alex. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. Uh, well, look, you have a happy birthday. We'll talk again. And I appreciate your time always. Thanks, Alex. Talk to you soon. That's Adam Oldfield, and that's this week's Tech Talk, brought to you by Vacuum Man, Furnace, and Duck Cleaning.